Hello, hello everyone, and welcome back to the Plant Powered People podcast with your hosts, Michelle Kane and Tony Okamoto. We want to start this episode off by thanking our three new Patreon supporters. Now we have a total of five Patreon supporters. Woo! Oh my gosh. Michelle sent out an email and and the last email I think had the Patreon supporter link and we got three new Patreon supporters. So now I think we make $14 a month. Oh my gosh. And Woo! guys, this is a listener supported show slash a Tony and Michelle supported show. <laughs> so your support really does mean the world to us it, and makes a difference. Thank it you. Really, really does. And we're super grateful. Also, Michelle was just reading the reviews that have been left for a plan powered people podcast and they just warm our hearts every time michelle's gonna actually read one for you all so i love going over to itunes and we hadn't looked at these for a while but we so so appreciate your words of support on there and your reviews so raul left this review which just made us smile and we hope it will make you smile too this podcast is great i recommend you give it a try we all have those questions doubts fears fails and we may also feel neglected and lost this podcast is great for everyone and especially for those who are seeking for unresolved questions and motivation we've all failed at something and we can all use a hand in this podcast we all feel like family and we're treated as one too I just thought that's beautiful I really do feel like this is like a family space and while we don't get to meet and interact face to face with all of you guys um definitely it feels like one big family yeah and we love hearing from people on social media and we love getting emails so thank you for reaching out and supporting our podcast whether it's through patreon or through reviews we love it all Yes. Um, so without further ado, shall we jump into this really exciting topic today? Yay. Yes. Yes. Okay. So this is a topic that is near and dear to both of us, but it's something that I dedicate all of my life to. It's being plant-based on a budget. Woo. This has literally been Tony's life, well, for the past decade. Yeah. I... I... <sighs> It's something that I've known very well, both personally and through my work. And so I'm very eager and excited to just jump right in. Michelle and I have um, been really thoughtful about the things we want to share with you this episode, and we hope you enjoy. So one of the most common things that we hear throughout our work and our life and from people who are thinking about a plant-based life is that, oh my gosh, it is too difficult. It is too expensive. Being plant-based is uh, for the the elite niche or whatever. And uh, that's very, very far from the truth. And we're excited today to crush those myths and also share some of our top tips about ways to make plant-based living and just eating and food and food prep and grocery shopping in general uh, as affordable as possible. Yeah, I want to elaborate on that just a little bit, but uh, it is my experience where uh, in my family especially, there have been some diet-related health issues as a consequence to poor eating. And one thing that I always hear as a response when I say, you know, I've been thriving on a plant-based diet how about you give it a try they say i can't afford that really expensive food i can't afford to go to eat at whole foods or buy all my foods at whole foods so uh i'm really excited to share that that's not the case and that instead some of the most nutrient or the most nutritious nutritious (laughs) most nutritious (laughs) nutrient dense foods are plant-based and Mm -hmm. they're often the most 
cheapest foods out there. Yeah, it's amazing when you take meat out of your grocery shopping cart, how much money in your grocery budget is then freed up to be putting towards plant-based foods like like oats overnight oats super cheap and easy to make bean and rice burritos you could do pasta with veggies and it doesn't even need to be like fancy high-end veggies it can be frozen veggies from the dollar tree store so there are lots of options that are still super yeah super affordable the a lot of the cheapest foods on the planet bananas, carrots, oats, rice, beans, pasta, lentils. These are all the most affordable foods and they're all plant-based and they're all nutritious and they're all good for us. And yeah, the more that we can shift our diet to being uh, filled with those foods, the more money we'll save, the healthier we'll be. And it's just a win-win-win all around. Yes. And uh, you need some help. Michelle and I have resources available. We've spent a lot of time planning meal plans for people to step right in and have a full loaded resource that provides grocery shopping list, where to find the stuff in the store, beautiful high quality photos, recipes that are detailed to use all of the ingredients that you purchase and with a budget of only $25. So uh, we will talk more about that in the episode. But I also wanted to make a big note about how I also have a book called Plant Based on a Budget that just came out. So uh, that is now available on Amazon, which I've been working on for two years. No, I don't think that's true. Tony has had this book in her heart for 10 years. Like from the beginning of Plant Based on a Budget, you have had the dream of bringing this book, which is now literally in my hands. Like it just arrived on my doorstep the other day. It's actually brought to life and it's been a part of you for so long and it's really really exciting that it's finally here you guys should all check it out especially if you're trying to live more affordably on plants yes so you can find that again on amazon and i am really proud of it michelle did our lifestyle photos and she did a fantastic job actually you'll see if you buy the book that the whole book is dedicated to michelle so uh, she has been super supportive of my work since the beginning she encouraged me to follow my passion and I'm here today. I'm literally here today talking to you because she encouraged me to do it. Like oh she's God, pushed me all. Me <laughs> she's pushed me all along the way. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so I have a book. Uh, but now we want to talk about our top three ways to save money and to be plant based on a budget. So Michelle's going to share her favorite tip. Yeah, and this was really hard for us, you guys, because, uh, well, as we've mentioned, this is what Tony's study in life has been, and it's something I've been thinking a lot about as well, and there are hundreds of ways that you can save save money at the grocery store, but we wanted to pick our top three and really dive into them for you today. So the first one, my personal favorite tip, which is actually something that I mostly learned from Tony, is shopping from bulk bins, and that that's different from shopping in bulk. It doesn't mean going to Costco and buying a 50-pack of soy milk or toilet paper or whatever. It means going to the bulk bins in your supermarket if you're lucky enough to have one with some bulk bins and getting things like oats and nuts and seeds and cereals and pasta and rice, things that are unpackaged that are um, there in the bins. You bring your own bag, you can weigh them out and you can get exactly the amount you need. And generally the prices of these bulk bin items is far lower than their packaged counterparts. Michelle actually has a really helpful YouTube video about that that we'll link in the show notes. Yeah, I um, compared the prices of bulk bin items at Whole Foods compared to the items on the shelf. So if you were to go to the grocery store and 
grab a bag of white rice, what is the cost of that per pound? And then if you were to get it from the bulk bin, what is the cost of that per pound and how much can you save? And it it was a really interesting project. Um, I found there are a few items that, gosh, the difference was huge, especially oats. You can get oats super cheap from the bulk bins, but then if you get them packaged um, like in one of those tubes for a big amount of oats the price like doubles and then instead of the tubes if you get those containers of like six little single serving packets and papers that you just like dump out and and heat up with water the price doubles again and then if you got oats in those little single serving cup containers that you can bring to work even if it's just plain oats the price doubles again and so the differential is is just enormous if you want to be saving money it makes so much sense to buy in from those bulk bins almost always there were some items that when I looked it was actually more expensive in bulk bins so definitely be kind of cognizant of where you're shopping and what you're buying um, and just to give you a sense those some of those items were peanut butter sugar um sushi rice brown rice so some specialty items not always but sometimes can actually be more expensive in bulk so but the point is you're going to be shopping pretty much every week for the rest of your life and it makes so much sense and you'll save so much money over time if you tune into your grocery store and really take the time to look at where is the most affordable place that I can get oats not only at different grocery stores around you because that can make a big difference too but also within the grocery store you're already shopping at make sure you're getting um, the best value of what you're buying and you can save so much money over time you don't really need a lot to do that it's, it seems kind of intimidating when you go to this aisle of just like all of all of these items you're like where do I put them what bag do I use can I like how do I note what it is and so we highly recommend bringing your own reusable bags you can get them on Amazon we'll include some links in the show notes if you guys want to check that out and you can have big like wide mouth mason jars at home that once you purchase the item you can just dump it into there and it, you're going to be saving on so much packaging waste as well so it's better for the planet and you'll be saving money and all the things so it's just if if you can start to like venture into that part of the grocery store with those bulk bins um it has rewards all all across saving money and your life and our planet highly recommend it and it will get less intimidating really fast And this is not one of my favorite tips, but it is a tip that kind of feeds into what you're saying is uh, really look around at what grocery stores are available in your area. It may not be the closest grocery store, which is the one on the corner that's the cheapest and best for you and your family, but it may be the one that's half a mile or a mile away and it would have maybe bulk bins or cheaper produce. And so... um, I definitely recommend looking at what's available in your area before you decide on going to the one that's closest to you. And a lot of times that means shopping at two different grocery stores, um, which I do. I get produce at one store. I get a lot of my package items at at another store. If I'm ever getting like specialty vegan items, I get them at another store because I know the stores in my area and I know what's going to be more affordable. And and how often are you doing that, Michelle? Trip. Not often. Okay. Um, if so it's I, not like you're doing these going multiple stores every week? Sometimes. Okay. I mean, they're depending on where you live and how close they are to one another, if you're already going out to the grocery store, it, it's not necessarily a ton more effort to uh, pop by another store. And if you know what you're getting at each place, it ends up not being that much of a hassle. But that's something else we'll talk about later is, is saving time versus saving money because yeah. you want to figure out which you have more of in your life. For sure. And then, yeah, organize your efforts around that. Yeah. And what I do with the grocery stores is I go to the grocery store that's like a big warehouse and has great bulk bins and really cheap produce. And I do my 
once a month pantry staples shopping spree there and I get as many bulk bins as I need for the month and then throughout the week I get my produce somewhere else and that seems to work really well in my family. Yeah, I love that that tip. And I, also something that I've done is I got really huge. They're sort of like mason jars times five, like these huge um, glass containers that I use for oats, for white rice. Where did you get those for, in case I'm I got them at interested. like Home Goods, some kind of like Home Goods style store. And they have a ton of them usually. And they're, they're usually half the price or less of what you'd normally find them if you got them at like Target or something. So yeah, got these big containers and I put oats and rice and other staples that I turn to often throughout the week and that way I'm able to when I find them at the best price get a ton of it load that up and then just not have to worry about my staples for quite a while so especially if you're having to go to a specific grocery store that's a little further away for those things or you're shopping in bulk that can be really helpful that's a good tip all right so my favorite tip is more of a um a mindset and my favorite 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 tip and something that has really helped me is being okay, giving yourself permission to set a budget and stick to it. Even if it means when you're at the register, you give something back that may be a higher priced item because it doesn't fit within your budget. And I remember, actually I have two little funny stories to tell. I was I was at um, actually Colleen Patrick Goudreau, who was a, a guest on our podcast recently who did a fantastic episode which we'll also link in the show notes uh so I was at Colleen's house for for a brunch and she and a group of people were talking about how when you go to the grocery store it's just too embarrassing to give the item back even Mm -hmm. though you thought it was a price and then it's actually like twice as much uh almost actually everybody except me had not given the item back because it it would be too embarrassing or it was just uh you know I I don't want to deal with it so uh my story to them was actually one that's in my new book and that is when I was little my dad would hold up the line he would make the checker go check the price for the cheaper price and so he always wanted to get the best price and I would get so embarrassed Mm -hmm. I would think oh my gosh my dad is so embarrassing dad please stop there's a line of people behind us who have to go somewhere. And my dad would look at me and he would say, Tony, I don't care. They don't pay my bills. And now I think about that whenever I think about these people who I have no idea where they are and they're behind me and I'm looking through my coupons or like pulling out my app for my digital coupons. And there's a line of people who are annoyed. I think, well, they're not paying for my bills. Why do I care about what they think? And I think that that's so important because there's so much embarrassment attached to saving money. I think that that's in life in general. Like I remember being little and shopping at the thrift store for clothes and being really embarrassed. And I'm not really sure where that comes from, but there's for some reason embarrassment attached to not having a lot of money. And so I just recommend letting that go and doing what's right for you and your family, whether that's clipping coupons or uh, re or purchasing snowman themed cupcake holders because they're discounted and using <laughs> them all year long and just whatever it takes to save money for you and your family. I recommend doing that. Yeah. And you don't have to be um, 
like living paycheck to paycheck to be taking advantage of those tips. Like my mom, I have the same feelings growing up. Like my mom would hold up the line and it's so funny because I'd be like, mom, you don't, you can afford this. You don't have to worry about like, (laughs) did they get that last five cents? Like did she would like add up to make sure they calculated right on her receipts and I would just be petrified. I would like go run away and be like, I don't know her. But yeah, now I, now I totally do that. Also, I have a story related to that where I didn't go back and I still to this day regret it. Dan and I were at Whole Foods and we almost never would get their hot bar food because it's so expensive. But one night we did and Dan picked up a baked potato, which a potato you could buy for what? 30 cents. Yeah, it's very cheap. Almost nothing. A 10 pound bag for like $2. So we check out and I'm like, why was this so, why is this so expensive? And I'm looking and the baked potato rang up to like maybe $10 or something because you're paying the price per pound the same as like arugula. I could have gotten like 50 pounds of arugula for the one (laughs) potato because it was so water heavy and stuff. And I was like, Dan, oh my God, the potato. But he was like, no, we're not. You can't bring that back like it's from the hot bar. But if you're handing your money over to grocery store, like we didn't bring that, put that back, but you could. And like that, that's just insane. (laughs) Anyway, I I wonder about the hot bar like that's yeah actually that's something that we talked about with Colleen because (laughs) one of her stories was she was at the farmer's market and then she found a better price later on and we were like is it acceptable to go back and get a refund or no I would be like Whole Foods here's the 39 cents for your potato give me back my nine (laughs) dollars of water water money yes Um, yeah so that's my tip it's more of a mindset and I think it's at, at least it's been really transformative in my life, just accepting that I want to save money and not being embarrassed about what everyone else thinks about it. Right. And if you can go into it with a perspective of like humor and playfulness and fun and not be like the annoying person, like, did you get that? I have all these coupons and show up there grumpy. Then, of course, you're going to ruin the cashier's day. But if you go up just being like, oh, gosh, I have all these coupons. Sorry, no, it's going to be extra work. But like they'll if you're if you have a good attitude about it, they will too. And same with the people behind you in lines so much. They're just, they're reading your body language and le- reading your attitude. So if you go up there, not shy and embarrassed, but instead of just having fun with it all, then people are not going to mind. Yeah. Yep. yep. And then we also want to talk about something that we, well, I don't know. We love, love it, but we really have gotten good at it. <laughs> well, Tony has and- been good at it for a long time and I was the, wor- I still am not the best at this, but I've learned so much and I've saved so much money because of like literally mind blowing amounts of money I have saved because of this. And that's meal planning. Yes. Meal, meal planning, planning, just having shopping with intention and sticking to what you have, not having these impulsive purchases and spending unnecessary money that that is invaluable right and it's so important especially if you're going vegan or new to vegan at this time or plant-based there's so many new exciting products or companies or things out there that it can be really easy to go into a store with the intention of buying healthy whole foods that are really affordable and then just being like "Ooh, look at this new meat Ooh, look at this new frozen item coming Ooh, out look with at a this pint pie. of eight like, dollar ice cream <gasps> right like oh my gosh they have soy whip in a can that I can just like squeeze onto my hot cocos like seven dollars you know it adds up really fast and it can totally obliterate your budget if you're working on one so yeah yeah so we have meal plans at plantbasedmealplan.com where again we've laid it out we've literally poured our sweat and tears into writing these and 
I mean, we were on the floor crying, being like, how can we stretch this $25? Yeah, so Tony and- took one week of food and tried to show, tried to see how low can we go with healthy, large portioned meals for an entire week of delicious filling food. How low can you get that uh, cost wise? And you got it. I think one of your, uh, one of the receipts was $18. Yep. so we say it's like $25 a week to give a cushion because it depends where you live and where you're shopping and all of that and you know if you're shopping at the local natural food store it's going to be more but um and we actually we did this Michelle shopped at Whole Foods Mm -hmm. with the same meal plan to see what that would cost which she'll talk about in a second and I shopped at Walmart in Maryland and so I thought okay we've done our pricing at a cheap store in Sacramento but what does it look like if I'm on the east coast so I found a store that everyone many people have access to and I went there and I was still able to keep it under 20 bucks and Michelle shopping at Whole Foods with primarily organic ingredients yeah and that about doubled the price so I think it was around $40 I have a whole video that was showcasing the difference so we'll link that in the show notes but um not only did I shop at what's notoriously one of the most expensive (laughs) grocery stores to shop at but also I bought organic whenever possible so I was getting like the premium premium stuff and still when you think about it $40 a week for a huge healthy organic meals shopping at the most expensive place is not a lot of money like it was pretty amazing so um yeah and following those meal plans it not only do you feel great but it it truly did get me in a different place of mind where we now my husband and I eat out so much less and some of the meals that we make in our meal plans it's batch cooking so you'd like make a big pot of soup that would serve three different meals of yours and it got me into the habit of batch cooking food and meals so much more so while while we don't on a regular basis meal plan our weeks out I now integrate things that I got in the habit of doing from our meal plans into our ongoing life which is amazing and what I love about What I love about it is that there's something for everyone in the meal plans. There's something for the experienced chef and also there's very basic knowledge sharing with people who are new to cooking and who don't have a lot of experience in the kitchen. And so that that I have heard has been helpful across the board. Yeah. So if you're looking for meal plans, obviously you can find, you can create your own meal plans. Uh, They'll have templates that you can find online to kind of scope out your meal plans yourself. There's tons of different meal plans you can find online. If you want to check ours out, that's at plantbasedmealplan.com. And one of the other special things about our meal plan that is why Tony was crying on the floor at every time we make them is we make it so that what you're buying is used perfectly throughout the week so you use up all the ingredients that you purchase and that can be like you'll find if you're making your own meal plans it's really hard to do that you end up having extra of these ingredients that go bad in the fridge or then you have a little bit of this ingredient that you never end up using and throw away so um that's yeah that's another cool element of having someone do that work for you (laughs) yeah and if you can't buy them or if you don't you bought them you don't like them you want to try your hand at your own meal planning Uh, I recommend checking your pantry to see what you have first and using those ingredients to shape your meal plan. Then create your meal plan based on what you have. Make a list of the ingredients that you'll need uh, after you've created your meal plan. Organize that list so that you're going to the produce only once 
and to the bulk bins only once instead of walking back and forth across the store. (laughs) Yeah, that's actually a good time saving tip. Yes. And then stick to it. I know that it's really hard to not get the grab bag of chips or whatever that's in the checkout aisle, but try to stick to your meal plan and it will pay off in the end. Yeah, a lot of places where people fall down is like with snacking or with desserts. And so Tony and I actually created a, a plant-based on a budget desserts ebook and then a plant-based on a budget snacks ebook that kind of supplements meal plans. So any type of meal planning that you're using, even if it's your own, if that's a downfall for you and you tend to turn to like store-bought snacks and desserts. Um, hopefully the recipes that we've put together there can provide some great support on that. And each one of those is supposed to be a $5 recipe. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to make snacks for five days of the week, you have $5 budget to do so. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So next we want to talk about something that we find equally important, which is time budgeting your time, saving time in the kitchen. We are super busy with work and we know that our listeners have kids and jobs and family obligations. And also you probably just want to spend time relaxing after a long day of work and not an hour or two hours cooking some elaborate dish in the kitchen. So we wanted to share some of our favorite time saving tips as well. Michelle, what's your favorite? My favorite is all about chopping veggies. So if you start cooking from scratch a lot, you'll find yourself chopping onions and garlic and carrots and celery and all those foods a lot. And for a long time, an embarrassing amount of time of me doing that, I would use a dull knife on a kind of crappy can I say that word on (laughs) (laughs) flimsy cutting board flimsy plastic cutting board and it I was just like this takes forever it's not fun it I don't don't do a good job at it it was just kind of a miserable experience and then I learned from others like Colleen Patrick Goudreau and many many others who say your world will change when you invest in a sharp high quality chef's knife you don't need 50 different knives in a set you really just need one sharp knife that you care for and using like a high quality cutting board and when I just made that little shift suddenly chopping vegetables became so much easier and so much faster I will second that I had my parents hand me down so they had already used it for their 20 years or whatever and then and and even then they were like Walmart knives and with mm-hmm. the highest quality knives so they come not good to begin with and my parents use them for 20 years and then I got them and so it's like <laughs> using a butter knife on my tomato right. or my onion or whatever and I would sit there being like, like sawing sawing <laughs> my onion for five minutes and I realized when I got a good knife and and even then it wasn't a really great knife how much time was cut down in the prepping process. Yeah, a good way to test that is to take a tomato because tomatoes are notoriously a little bit difficult to cut. And if your knife slides right through that and cuts really easily, just uh, awesome. You probably have a pretty nice, well-cared for knife. But if you're sort of struggling and the tomato kind of smushes beneath your knife, probably time to look into either sharpening your knife, taking better care of it, or investing in a sharp chef's knife. Um, It's interesting because a lot of people think that a sharp knife is more dangerous, but actually working with a dull knife is... It way 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 more dangerous it can slip off the veggies you're like sh- pushing it down harder to try and get it to cut you have less control over it there's just like all these all these different elements mm-hmm. uh, making it more dangerous in the kitchen so you'll uh yes you'll be a, a safer a 
safer cook by getting a high quality knife. Um, and then the other thing is like just knife skills. So if you don't, it took, for the longest time, I didn't know there was a right way to chop an onion. I thought you find your way to get it into little pieces and <laughs> then you're golden. But there in fact is a right way to chop an onion. There's a right way to minced garlic there's a right way to chop almost all veggies that makes it um, as effective and efficient and time-saving as possible and you can find all of that on youtube actually tony and i have made some videos just showing like how to chop an onion it sounds so simple but if you learn the right way to do it you just have to learn it once and it will pay off for your entire life to come you'll be saving moments of your days so highly recommend looking up some knife skills and learning some basics and then something that i've resisted for the longest time because I'm all about getting the most affordable produce at the grocery store is buying so uh, buying pre-chopped veg veggies so there's something called mirepoix which is that onions and uh celery and carrots and garlic and garlic so it's you Mm -hmm. chop all that stuff up and it's usually forms the basis of most soups and stews and stuff it's just and a, everything I ever everything make. you ever make has that <laughs> as a basis and so in normal life I'd have to go and you know cut my onion the right way I'd have to mince my garlic I'd have to like wash and chop my veggies and my carrots and all these things and you know I don't know how long that takes it's faster with a sharp knife but it still takes time and so the other day actually this past weekend I was with my mom and we were going to be making a matzo ball soup and we were at Trader Joe's and she's like, Michelle, or I was trying to get like the celery and the carrots and all the different pieces. And she's like, Michelle, why don't you buy this pre-chopped mirepoix? And I was like, oh, that's more expensive. Oh, I, I really resisted it. But she's like, Michelle, just try it. So I got the mirepoix and I like kind of hated myself as I was checking out because I was like, this is probably a few cents more expensive <laughs> or even a dollar. Got home and you literally just dump it in the pot. I got to skip the whole vegetable chopping step and it was such a beautiful experience. Now I'm now I'm I'm hooked. So if you can afford that or if you're really tight on time and just want to make the make life easier, it's going to allow you to eat more vegetables, more healthy food, more home cooked meals rather than eating out. Don't be afraid to buy that uh, those products where that that work is done for you because it's yeah, it's easy also, to find. Also Michelle, do not forget your pre-minced garlic. Pre-minced garlic. <laughs> what do you mean? I know. I know because oh. I, lo- I love oh it. yeah 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 <laughs> I still haven't gotten there with garlic I'm like I must use fresh garlic but Michelle knows that if there's a big giant tub of garlic somewhere <laughs> I want it we did a, a Costco haul and I think Tony showed this like three pounds of garlic and she minced. knew before I even saw it she's like you Tony's probably need this that. is the one you're gonna profile <laughs> in our video yeah so that is the first is saving time chopping veggies you will save so much time over your lifetime if you learn how to do that well. And mine is very similar. My my favorite tip is very similar. It's pre-made food in general. I, like you, have had it in my head that I need one fresh ingredients. I want the freshest, the best. And then also I don't want to spend the extra money that it's going to cost me to buy canned beans when I can make, when I can make buy three times bulk. as yeah. much of beans from bulk. And so I have shifted my mindset as I grew busier and I knew that my best intentions would fail sometimes and I would just eat unhealthy food because I didn't have easy access to the healthy food like canned beans because I thought oh I don't want to spend money on canned beans I only want to make beans from scratch but then I would never get to it so I would right. never if eat the you, beans. If you need like two hours to make your beans before you can have your burrito <laughs> at night after you're exhausted from work like chances are you're gonna be like uh never mind I'll eat this frozen pizza. <laughs> yeah so I, I recommend assessing your time and seeing do you have more time right now or do you have more money and then choosing 
based on what you come up with. And for me, I rely on on canned beans, sauces. So instead of making my own marinara, which I used to do when I would garden my own tomatoes and harvest them and can them, uh, I just don't have that time right now. And so I I now lean on store-bought sauces. And sometimes Trader Joe's is actually a really great place for staples like rice. You can buy frozen rice, throw them in the microwave, and those are great to take to work if you don't have a lot of time for your lunch and want to eat something that's healthy. healthy. They also have brown rice available. And so, yeah, those are some of my favorite things to buy that are pre-made. Yeah. And so in the beginning, you said you always want the freshest of everything. And you thought that you were sacrificing that by getting frozen. But especially when it comes to fruit, a lot of things people don't realize is that when you're buying frozen pre-chopped fruit in bags, that's likely frozen at the peak level of like fresh Mm -hmm. and what do you call it? Ripeness. And so that can actually be the highest quality, quality fruit that you can get. And as I'm sure any of you guys who've ever bought berries or fresh fruit can can attest to so often as much as we treat it well and try and eat it fast and wash it and keep it clean and keep it in the fridge it gets moldy and I end up dumping out half of my container of like five dollar berries and so if you just are over that it doesn't mean you can't eat berries anymore it means you can save money and save time and get even fresher fruits and veggies by buying them frozen so this doubles as a money saving tip too yeah (laughs) double double whammy and then the third thing that we really 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 love both Michelle and I live by our pressure cooker Mm -hmm. we both have the instant pot and gosh I use mine actually for my wedding I on my registry I put a second pot so that I could (laughs) cook two meals at once and I love it and I don't mean a second instant pot I just mean the second pot that goes inside so as soon as I do my quinoa in five minutes I pull that out and instead of having to dump the bowl I stick my other pot in there and I start steaming my veggies in for one minute and I thought you were getting getting an extra gosh I really would love to but I just can't justify the way you guys yeah it it actually was a conflict in our mind because the last thing that we want to recommend to you guys as a under our saved money tip is, hey, you have to buy this appliance. But this is an appliance that has for both of us in our lives paid off in dividends and will continue forever on into the future. It is you save so much time. What would take you to what would take you? Okay, how long does it take to make brown rice on the stove? It takes 40 minutes. 40 minutes. Now I'll spend 20 minutes. Now 20 minutes. It chops your cooking time in half. And that uh, if you're busy, if you're a busy person in life, or even if you're not busy and you just want more time watching Netflix and not having to babysit your rice in the kitchen is is going to pay off. And that's what I love about it the, the most, the most is that I can chop everything to make a chili or a soup or a curry or a stew and throw it in there and not have to monitor the temperature. Is mm-hmm. it overflowing? Is it going to catch my house on fire? I don't have to worry about that because I know that it's doing its thing in the pressure cooker. And even if it takes some time to build pressure or release pressure, it's less um, time that I have to spend watching it. Mm-hmm. So I love yeah. that about it too. Yeah, this very much sounds like an ad. It is not an ad. It is not sponsored. We just sincerely and love it. It doesn't have to be an, an instant pot. There are yeah. pressure cookers that you can get on the cooker. stove. Uh, mm-hmm. Those are a little bit more temperamental I think it doesn't it doesn't have to be but I would say I love my instant pot (laughs) and my parents my parents had one that wasn't an instant pot that was very similar right yeah yeah and a lot of people get nervous so when I first got my pressure cooker it sat 
in its box for maybe six to eight months, like in my tiny apartment. And I was just intimidated by it. But um, yeah, break through that. And, and I hear from so many stories from so many people that they're intimidated by it. They don't know how to use it. They don't know how to cook rice in it, blah, 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 blah. But ultimately, if you get over that, you can find recipes on both of our sites and on the internet and tons of tutorials, get familiar with it. And then you can get rid of your rice cooker. You could get rid of your slow cooker you could get rid of oh my gosh <laughs> well remove that statement from there but <laughs> what what is cool about it is that it has so many functions yes. and it has a slow cooker function so yep you can get you can slow cook in your yes, pressure cooker exactly yes um and yeah you can you can get r- rid of a lot you can saute in there it's just it's multi-purpose and And if you can't afford one, I will go ahead and speak on behalf of the slow cooker, my dear friend, the slow cooker. (laughs) I don't know if you guys know this, but I have a book that is dedicated to slow cooker recipes and I, I do use mine still. So if you can't afford to buy a pressure cooker, they are a little bit more expensive. You can find really, really, really cheap pressure. I'm sorry slow cookers uh, at Walmart, on Amazon, at the thrift store. Although after I watched This Is Us, I'm a little bit nervous about crockpots from the thrift store. But I now I want that story. (laughs) Well, I'll let you watch the show and then we'll talk about it. But I had all of my recipe testers get this one that was $14 on Amazon. And it's brand new, worked great, and is only $14. So I recommend that one. Awesome. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. I think Michelle wanted to do a fire off of like where we're just going to try to go like boom, boom, favorite tip, favorite tip. Yeah. So we tried to pick just like our tippy, tippy top favorites, but there are so many great ways to save money on food. So we just want to go through a few ideas like, like what? Like you start. Okay. Uh, Okay. Like learning how to properly store your vegetables, your fruits, your citrus, your potatoes. This is something actually, your herbs. your herbs. I just watched a video from Sweet Simple Vegan on this on YouTube uh, last week. And I learned so much that I didn't know about my citrus. I would put, I would buy all the time lemons and limes and I'd put them on my countertop and then they'd get hard and they'd go bad and I'd have to throw them away. And then I realized like I could just be putting them in the drawer of the refrigerator and they would have lasted forever. And there's a lot of tips like storing your onion, not storing your onions. Okay. Anyway, I won't go into them all, but But we'll link the video. We'll link the video, video, learn how to store your stuff and you won't have to be throwing things away. All right. Mine is check the price per ounce. Sometimes it will be false advertising that it's um, a smaller, a smaller container for a little bit cheaper than the big container that's just a little bit more expensive. Got to check the price per ounce to see if you're actually saving money when you go for the cheaper option. That's a really great one. Uh, My next one is to drink water. I know beverages like soda or LaCroix or whatever you're drinking can seem relatively inexpensive at the time, but if you are adding that up over uh, months or years or your lifetime, if you could just drink water, you'll be healthier for it and save a lot of money too. Mine is... Buy store brands. Sometimes it is, um, I think we have some brand, um, what is that? When you're like. Affiliation. When, or not like, affiliation. It's like when you really want to support a brand, your brand loyalty. Yeah, yeah. Brand loyalty. And you feel like this is what my family ate. Affinity. Is. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, okay. this is my family A. I'm like, I've always eaten this. Uh, even though there's a store brand that's much cheaper, It's can, it can even be the same product with their label slapped on it. So check out the store brands. 
Yeah, that's a really good tip. Um, another one is to reuse, reuse, reuse. So if you get um, disposable plastic bags, you can actually wash those out, especially those big bags that you'll store stuff in the freezer in. Wash those out, let them dry, use them again, let them have longer than a one use lifespan and you'll be doing the environment a great service as well. Same things with um, same thing with storing things in mason jars. Um, you can reuse uh, jars from like spaghetti sauce or like anything that you're buying that comes in a jar. You can wash that and you can use that for storing your bulk bulk bin purchased items um and now there's a lot of uh like silicone uh reusable bags and stuff that are actually made to last forever so those can be pretty expensive to invest in but if you can afford it uh you can save money over the long run and you'll also be helping the environment and we can link to some of those our favorite ones in the show notes and my last one is cooking with friends or meal swapping with friends i love sharing food with people it's my favorite thing and i invite people over and my friends will be like what can i bring and i'll say oh you can bring the salad or a dessert and then i don't have to spend money and we're having this beautiful meal with a salad and a main course and bread and a dessert and i only had to make one of those things because my friends took care of the other uh, you could also cook together with say we all make pasta and michelle brings some vegetables and my other friend brings the spaghetti and I bring the sauce and it turns out to be this really inexpensive meal because you were only in charge of several ingredients. And then the meal swapping is if Michelle and I were each cooking a batch of food, she would double her batch and I would double my batch and then we would swap one of those batches. And so that we only had to do the cooking one time and we got two meals out of it, two different meals. So that's my last tip. That's awesome. Can I give one more? Yeah. Okay. My last tip is fast food is not always cheaper. In fact, it usually ends up being way more expensive. If you don't believe me, you should watch our documentaries at sevendaysdoc.com. And that's just something people think that they swing by fast food and it's the cheapest way to eat. It is not. And that's not even taking into consideration the long-term health costs that will inevitably catch up with us when we eat fast food. And what Michelle means is that how like how much would you spend at the fast food drive through yeah so you go to taco bell and say it's like nine dollars yep after you for get two people yep <laughs> okay well yeah. actually be, so even say it's i would $6. get six dollars for myself yeah, i would get maybe two or three things yeah and it would be six dollars and six dollars one meal that's dinner yep so then plus breakfast plus lunch and then you think about how much we just talked about we just talked about our meal plans how much did you spend on a week's worth of food $25 so it's just yeah for two days of fast food you can usually eat for about a week of home-cooked meals when you're um eating the way that we present in the meal plan so yep uh fast food is just often so often glorified for that and it is so 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 far from accurate so okay with that those are our tips that we'll share with you right now but you can find so many more a and Tony's new book plant-based on a budget so I hope that you'll all get yourself a copy it is um, such a special book and we will link that in the show notes but you can also find a ton more articles and tips all about this topic at Tony's website plantbasedonabudget.com and Michelle will be writing a full article with this uh, with this podcast you can find that at worldofvegan.com yeah it's something I've been wanting to do for years is do a guide to uh, eating plant-based on the cheap and saving money and so she, I'm glad she have the chance. Oh, sorry Michelle I'm like <laughs> let me promote you uh, she also has a, t- has a ton of resources on YouTube yeah yeah mostly that Tony played a part in as well so you can find our videos over there is that 
youtube.com slash world of vegan cool. hope you guys will subscribe also don't forget to subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already uh you can find our other episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts itunes stitcher something play Spotify, google play all of the something. things <laughs> all of the things take a listen yep we share hope, with your friends we hope this helps get you through a boring day washing the dishes or a long drive or taking a bath and relaxing or a walk or a walk getting ready in the morning oh the my gym. gosh I used to hate getting ready because I felt like it was such a waste of time but now I pop on a podcast and I'm like do 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 goes by quickly it's awesome yeah all right thank you so much we'll catch you in the next episode bye bye-bye before we sign off we want to let you know that this is the last episode of our first podcast season season one is now officially complete thank you so much again for all of your support we are excited to come back on september 1st mark your calendars we've been so consistent we publish a podcast every two weeks and we go strong during the season then we're going to take a little break and we will be back uh before the school year long siesta (laughs) long siesta summer siesta Mm -hmm. but don't worry if you guys are hungry for more content and advice and inspiration and just any anything from tony or myself or our communities you can always find that across the internet on instagram on our websites on youtube and all of the places so um, head on over to plantpoweredpodcast.com where you can find all of that and if you've missed out on any episodes we have many there that you can catch up on it's a good time to yep refresh catch up take a break and we'll see you in september see you in september Bye bye